0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to another episode of Talking Ball with Pat Leonard, New York Daily News NFL columnist and Giants beat writer. A very special guest today, and I'm going to call this, I hope you don't mind this, X, the pay that man his money episode (laughs) in honor of what your teammate Saquon Barkley said about you after the two interceptions in a standout performance at the end of the season. But Giants fans, NFL fans, you know him. He's Xavier McKinney, top five safety in the NFL, Giants captain, national champion at Alabama, uh, gets a lot involved in the community in the New Jersey, New York area. And in my opinion, X, an underrated uh, part of your introduction needs to be the man who was covering and tackled TJ Hawkinson at the end yeah. of that playoff victory in Minnesota to yeah. seal that win for the Giants. Welcome to the program, man.
1: I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me.
0: Yeah, no, this is great. Uh, obviously, a big spring for you coming mm-hmm. off a strong season in 2023. But I don't want to talk football first. I want to ask you, how was Milan? How was Fashion Week? Man, Fashion England? Week fashion
1: was great. Um, Milan, I had a great time. I just saw a lot of different, uh, a lot of different people uh, met and connected with so many different, um, you know, personalities, and I uh, saw a lot of things that I wasn't used to seeing. So. Uh, it was my pretty much my first time being out the country. Um, mm. I haven't really been a lot of places, so uh, just trying to kind of expand my palate a little bit as far as you know what I see and who I'm around, and um, just seeing you know different cultures, being in different cultures, understanding how they live and um, how how they go about their days. And um, it was great. It was re- definitely great to go. I'm, I'm supposed to be going to Tokyo next. I'm I'm thinking about it, um, but. Uh, That's something that I got to I got to really figure out. But I I do want to go though for sure. You're a man
0: in demand. How did you get into uh, the fashion world? What what attracts you to it? As you know, when I I stand there before the games and record you guys uh, walking in for those arrivals, it's something I really take an interest in as well. How did you get so interested and passionate about it?
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, I have always been into art. So originally it started as, you know, I just liked art. And then it kind of bled over into you know the fashion world because um, a lot of fashion is art. Um, it's how you express yourself a lot of the time. So uh, I try to use it um, to express who I am as a person. Um, and and you know I like to just you know see different things and and be able to be creative, use my creative mind as much as I can. So uh, that's kind of where it started. I've always I've always pretty much been into fashion. Um, But I got, you know, I dove deeper into it um, as I got older um, and, you know, it it became like a thing where I I did both. Like I have a lot of art pieces now um, and I, you know, obviously I'm into the fashion world. So it kind of goes hand in hand and it helps me, you know, within my fashion, within what I wear and uh, just trying to, you know, see different things and, and be able to be creative as I can. What I love about your style
0: is you're one of those guys who makes people say, who's that? Right? Yeah. Like it's, it's unique. It's original. It's unapologetically you. It's not mimicking somebody else. Um, and I like to do those arrivals too, because I like to think of you guys and project you guys as people who are arriving to play a football game and not football players who, you know, like I think people identify with you with the helmet on and the shoulder pads, mm-hmm. but there's so much more to you. You're a well-rounded guy. You have so many interests and you're passionate about what you care about. Mm-hmm. And so I really do respect that and think it's, uh, I think it's very interesting. I always look forward the next week at all these arrivals, um, you know, to what you're going to be wearing next. And then it was, it's really cool to see you, you know, out in Europe showing your style, and uh, projected that way because I can see you continuing to grow in that space. Uh, real quick, I want to tell everybody about Bet Online. It continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year with up to the minute odds, stats, and trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team, and remember to use the promo code Believe for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts, and where I want to start. X, and this is not just because you're sitting in front of me, but I want to tell some people who we're talking to right now. This is Pro Football Focus's fourth ranked safety from the 2023 season. And X, I know you know you ranked number one in coverage um, in the entire league among safeties, but what I found interesting as well is you were the number one ranked tackling safety as well. Technically three Mm. if you sorted on PFF, but the two guys in front of you only played a combined 11 games. In your final nine games, you had 73 tackles, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries, and five passes defended. I introduce you here this way to say this. Joe Shane, the general manager of the Giants, said that you and he have had conversations, even though negotiations haven't gotten underway yet considering the season you just had the years you've put together the career you've had so far i want to know are you feeling the love from the giants compo- compared to the level that you've played at in especially this recent season in 2023
1: no for sure um i've always felt the love with, with the giants man um as far as organization like uh, it's been a great organization for me uh obviously they were the team that drafted me so um, you know, I pretty much have, you know, I've been in love with them ever since. Um, but you know, they've they've always shown love. They they've always been there for me even when you know I went through, you know, my my ups and my downs when I had my hand injury. Um, you know, they were there for me. Joe was there for me. Dave's were there for me. Uh Mr. Mayor, uh just the whole organization. So, um I got nothing but, you know, love for them. Um nothing but respect for them and um you know, like like Key said, you know, we we've talked and uh, we got a really good relationship. So, um, you know, I always jo- enjoy talking to him. And, uh, you know, we we always have good conversations.
0: You and I have talked uh, before about your goal to be a Hall of Famer one day. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot that goes into this, the business side. But do you envision, like in your mind, when you think about or you try to um, manifest how your career will continue to go. Yeah. Do you envision the giants being able to get you to that goal and you to get the giants there as well? Possibly.
1: I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, I've always said, you know, from, from the get go, like I'm one of them guys, I, I like staying, uh, you know, on the same team, like, uh, in my career. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that's something, you know, even when I went to Bama, like I never thought about transferring. Um, I'm a guy that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm loyal to the soil. So, uh, for me, regardless of if it's going good or if it's going bad, regardless of if I'm frustrated or if I'm not frustrated, I always want to be the person to, to, to stand 10 toes down throughout the storm. Um, you know, whether it's good or it's bad, because I I do understand that everything is not going to be perfect. Um, Mm. nothing is perfect ever in life. So, uh, for me, I want to be able to, and I've always been like this. I, I, I like to fight through adversity and, and, um, you know, try to be, um, you know, the person or the solution to to uh, to help um, to figure it out, to get to to turn things around. So um, for me, um, you know, I, I love to 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 fight through that adversity. I'm able to do that. I'm, I, I would consider myself pretty mentally strong, um, yeah. regardless of if I'm frustrated or not. But uh, I just like to try to figure things out, and I, I never try to quit or never try to give up or run away because um, that's just not how I'm, how I'm built. So. Well, no, and that's why I think as a captain, you set a good example,
0: especially down the second half of this past season.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: only were you and Bobby Okereke the only two defensive players in the entire league to play 100% of the snaps and be durable and play through things that people are never going to know about, yeah. but also as the team gets eliminated from the playoffs, your play is still continuing to go up. Yeah. It's not dipping with the, the fortunes of the team or the fact that things are, aren't going the way that you want. Um, you know, I think you you and I had talked a little bit about how kind of Alabama is a good training ground for that as well. Right.
1: It's like a great, it's a great training place. ground. Cause um, I, I learned so many things there. Uh, obviously I had a, I had a really good, I went to a really good high school. I had really good coaches that taught me a lot. Um, but when I went to college, you know that that went up a notch. It, uh, Nick Saban, Coach Saban, turned it up a notch. Um, coach Hansley, uh, my position coach, Coach Scott, another positions coach that I had, uh, really helped me thrive as a as a person um, and as a player. Um, so you know that just helped me like prepare to to always practice hard. Like I always practice hard, no matter what. Like there's not a day that I go to practice and I BS around or, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not taking it seriously. Um, I continue to take it seriously regardless of what's going on throughout the season, because I understand that I still have to get better. And if I get better as an individual, then that's helping my team also better. So um, that's kind of like the approach that I, that I've always kind of lived by and, and, and approach it with. And um, that's something that I did, you know, This past year that's something I did for four years that I've been here. And um, that's something that I continue to do for as long as I, you know, play in the league and even just on a regular day outside of, you know, playing football. That's just how I am. So, All right.
0: So the Giants have said they want to keep you. You say you're the kind of guy who you like being loyal, staying in one place, continuing to rise and work with that group. So help me clear some things up. You and I both know the social media can be an ugly place, a tricky place, a place where, you're always going to be misinterpreted, but you know, you're know you a high-profile guy who a lot mm-hmm. of teams want to pay to play for them. Not mm-hmm. only the Giants want you to be here. So I wanted to know if you could clarify or dive into a little bit some of the things that you've posted that fans have tried to read into recently, mm-hmm. namely a recent tweet you said, never go where you're tolerated, only go where you are appreciated. Mm-hmm. And then that was on the back of, I think it was on February 16th, you had posted a tweet that essentially said you want to be appreciated in every way for what I do. And you bring to the table, especially Mm -hmm. for what you sacrifice compared to what others maybe don't have to. Mm -hmm. So just wondering, give you the floor to clarify whether that's a reaction to how you feel you're valued in New York or whether that is you speaking about
1: something else. Nah, I mean like that stuff is more so of just like just life in general. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a lot of, you know what I do like I like at this point everybody pretty much knows how I am so uh, I'm always going to speak my mind regardless um so for me it, like that stuff is not just for football aspect that's just life in general of how, I, how like what my motto is and what I go by so it. um it wasn't nothing that was necessarily you know to any person or any team or any you know whatever it is that's just more so of uh, me expressing how I feel and how I go about life, and um, you know that's really it's really that simple. It's not it's I know people try to dive into everything that I you know everything that I say and try to make it into something that it's not. But mm-hmm. um, you know that it was nothing um, with no ill intent behind it. Uh, the same uh-huh. way you know when we during the season when you know I, I spoke on you know what I spoke on like. There was no ill intent i didn't it wasn't that i didn't like any coach or that i didn't like whoever it was like you know i went and i had them conversations with wink i went and had them conversations with you know all the coaches and uh just let them know you know there was no ill intent behind it and that i had respect and love for them and um you know that's really you know all it was and you know I was just me voicing at that at that time i was just me voicing uh you know my frustrations obviously because we were losing so yeah. Um, but you know, there's never any ill intent or any, uh, bad intentions behind, you know, anything that I, you know, say so.
0: You, you bring that up. How did you finish this season with Wink? I know you bought him and Brian Dable and some other coaches, yeah. those Nike Kobe Grinches around Christmas time. And obviously your play <laughs> was excellent as well. So I think the perception, if it was negative, when you spoke out out of frustration that the team wasn't winning, mm-hmm. I definitely don't think the results showed that it was negative, but then obviously Wink leaves. So just curious, you know, how you finished after that and how you, you guys managed to work together in a positive way. And then what you think of Martindale eventually leaving and everything that happened after it kind of a two
1: question. Well, yeah. I mean, just to clear it up, like, I've seen so many different things about like, Oh, he, he's saying that, you know, you know, whatever about Wink Martindale, whatever, like, we have a good relationship, um, you know. I talk. I've talked to him, and, and we've talked. Um, obviously, in any relationship that you have, just with anybody, nothing is ever going to be perfect. Uh, you're not going to agree, you know, with everything. We don't. We're sometimes we not, we weren't on the same page, but uh, we ended up getting on the same page, and I think that's all that mattered. Um, but you know, we still have a really good relationship. Um, I actually talked to him uh, when he resigned, uh, and I, you know, I take. We talked and we texted and. Um, you know, I told him how much I appreciated him and how much I have, how much respect that I have for him and how much he, you know, helped me out, um, you know, throughout the season and helped me learn and helped me grow as a, as a person and as a player. So, um, we always, we always gonna have a good connection regardless. Um, so I think like, you know, people try to, you know, make something of something, but, uh, like I've said, you know, plenty of times before, I don't, I don't got, I, I got all love for everybody, man. I don't really... I try not to have any bad, you know, relationships with anybody, um, because I do realize like, you know, you know, it's life, like, you know, so everything is not going to be perfect. Um, every relationship is not going to be perfect. Like, you know, I've, I've, you know, even with my, with my own family, like we've had times where we've d- disagreed on certain things, but we still love each other. You know what I'm but saying? We, so believe like, me. I know. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, everybody's had the same, the same thing. And and, you know, I I take that the same approach with, with my coaches, Um, you know, I do realize, you know, we're going to challenge each other, uh, you know, mentally, you know, all the time. And I think that's good. Like when you're challenging people and they're challenging you, that's forcing you to be better. That's forcing you to, uh, to grow and to, to, you know, see it in a different perspective. And um, I think from, from my viewpoint, um, I was able to see, you know, it in a different, you know, different light and a different perspective. And I was able to understand where, you know, the coaches were coming from. I was able to understand where, you know, Joe was coming from because I had talks with him about it too as well during that time. So
0: hmm.
1: um, I understand everything. I'm, I'm a person that I try not to uh, be close minded to anything or, or stuck in my way. Sometimes I, I do realize like, you know, I, I'm, I'm always going to be me. So sometimes I do, I, like I, I I like I I will you know do things and won't even realize it, but then once I talk to somebody and I'm like okay, like I understand where you're coming from, then we're able to you know work it out and and get things fixed. So um, that's that's really all it is. But uh, never have any you know bad relationships. I got good relationships with everybody, and I try to keep it that way. So.
0: Very interesting. No, and people respect you and they respect that you're genuine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that is an uh, underrated quality. Yeah. And I also think that you're somebody who understands clearly based on what you just said that, you know, conflict doesn't have to be a bad thing. In fact, no. a, a lot of times really good things come out of conflict and things maybe that never would have developed if that conflict or that hard conversation didn't come to pass. And certainly I think Every Giants fan appreciated that a player and a leader on a team that wasn't putting a sufficient product on the field was pissed off about it, Mm -hmm. right? You'd almost be upset if they weren't. Um, But that's very interesting insight um, about kind of how you finished there with Martindale. Have you spoken to the new defensive coordinator at all, Shane Bowen, who comes over from Tennessee?
1: Yeah, I talked to him. Um I actually was up, you know, cuz I've been up in the facility uh when I was up in in New York. Um but I have talked to him and we we sat and talked for for a good bit. We met once. Um but we have talked and it was it was a good conversation. Um and it was just good to it was kind of like a getting to know you, you know, first first meeting type of thing, but uh we definitely already met. We met. I'm pretty sure the uh it's like this first or second day that he got hired. Um so oh, right away. It was, Yeah, it was good to to be able to um you know talk with them and get to know him for for a little bit
0: interesting and so the so the giants obviously value you and you're saying that essentially being in the same place is appealing but then again your play has put you in a stratosphere that should get you paid to a certain level and teams manage their cap space joe shane even said back in january we have to look at how we allocate all those resources mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering do you feel like the contract you achieve, whether it's with the giants or another team should put you in that top five category financially to match your production on the field, or are there other factors like familiarity um, you know, and and wanting to be in the same place and build, continue to build something that would uh, that would maybe alter that as like the number one goal. Well,
1: I think, Uh, my play, um, you know, my leadership, I think, you know, that kind of speaks for itself. So I I, like, and I've already said, you know, how I feel about, um, as far as being paid a certain way. And I do, I do believe that I should be paid, you know, as a top five guy, because I am that, you know, I I believe in that and the numbers speak for that. Um, but also there are other factors, You know that that you know play a role into you know ultimately what i want to do so um i think it's it's kind of like a a mix of both um you know at the end of the day obviously like like i said i I do um i I do really love the idea of you know playing and being with the same team for you know that my entire career um that's something that i've always kind of stuck with um just you know growing up at, at at any level that it's been mm. um but like I said I think it's a mix of both and it's it's a balance of both so um but I think both both things kind of speak for itself as far as um you know how I want to be paid and and how I want to be respected as a as a player and as a as a leader so um
0: yeah no doubt. I agree. And I actually was looking at all the numbers and some comps. And I know that your agent, David Mulligan and the Giants are going to get together later this week that we are talking yeah. at the NFL combine to talk about this. But I look at a guy like Jesse Bates, um, who just got paid last year, four years, 64 million, 16 annual and 36 guaranteed. And if you look at your numbers and his numbers this year, you know, that's a pretty good comp. Yeah. And so that puts you in that top three stratosphere, right? Mm-hmm. and um and i do think it's only fair that you're thought of that way and i like that you're as you as you say so frequently ten toes ten toes down standing on what you feel you're worth especially when the numbers and the off field all back it up i hope you get what you're looking for wherever it is you have said that it's appealing for you to stay with the same team there are a lot of nfl teams out there fan bases who are frothing at the mouth of the idea that you would hit the free agent market and they could go get you. The Green Bay Packers is what comes to mind. Mainly a lot of experts have kind of matched you with Green Bay, which has a need on the back end, somewhere you could play for Jeff Halfley and be that single high safety and the ball hawk that you've shown yourself to be in the back. What do you think about the possibility of playing in a place like Green Bay if that were come to pass? And then what is it like to to be coveted and wanted and appreciated in that light by these other
1: fan bases? No, I, I definitely think it's cool. Like, um, t- obviously, this is my first time, like, kind of dealing with this, like, whole little free agency stuff. So, like, I don't really know how it works. So, I'm kind of just going through it and, like, just seeing, you know, different things. But um, I haven't really thought much. And, like, you know, I, since the season ended, I've, I've been just trying to get away from football and and you know, got be it. able to kind of live my life and and do the things that I want to do because I got time to do it right now. Um, so I haven't really thought much into, um, you know, anything of, you know, what I'm going to do or what I want to do. Um, okay. and I, honestly, I haven't thought about playing for any other team, um, to be honest. So, um, you know, I just kind of been, you know, trying to lay low, trying to, you know, do the things that, that, you know, I have, you know, interest in as far as fashion, just how to travel, see my family, see the people, you know, that I love and, and. You know spending you know real quality time with them and making sure that I'm you know hundred percent present and um intentional about you know what I'm doing so um I haven't really thought much into about you know other teams or uh, really any teams at all to be honest I'm just trying to um you know take this time to to relax my body relax my mind and um obviously in a couple of weeks I'm gonna have to you know think about you know some stuff um and you know even before a little bit before you know, free agency starts, but, um, you know, I haven't thought, I haven't thought about any, you know, any team. really,
0: Now you've earned the time off. You're going to get some Giants fans excited with this interview X. I'm telling <laughs> you, man, I, I know we got a couple weeks to go, but you're going to yeah. get these Giants fans excited. Uh, you know, it's good news to hear you talking about the franchise and the team in this way, going into this process that we don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple more quick ones and we'll get you out of here. We appreciate all your time. Uh, as you said, you do need to relax. You have earned that, Um, the transition tag was brought up as a possibility. This is the idea that the giants, because they value you so much, they could place what is called a transition tag on you, which is $13.8 million for one season. It allows you to go negotiate with any other team, but it gives the giants the right for you to bring back, let's say your best offer from the green Bay Packers and the giants can match it and retain you. Um, I know you said you kind of really haven't do- dove into the business side of this yet. So this might not be something that you familiarized yourself with fully at the moment, but do you have any opinion or feeling about having a tag placed on you? Because obviously that's, that's you talking to teams, but not technically being a full free agent either.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> you know i've I've said it uh i'm i'm not i'm I'm not the one for tags um so i don't even really get into it because uh mentally you know i'm uh i like i said before i believe in you know my worth and and you know i've um been able to uh be a high productive player i've been able to uh put up really good numbers i've i've uh, been able to show that I am a top safety in this league. And, and, um, I've been able to show that I am worth, you know, every penny that, you know, I, whatever I'll get paid whatever. Um, but I'm not really into the, the whole tags, franchise tag transition. I don't really know much about a transition tag anyways. Um, but you know, I don't even want to speak on it much because I'm not even like, I'm not even going to put my, um, you know, energy or, or entertain um, you know, those things. So, yeah,
0: no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I like the answer. Um, one more about the giants team last season. So your teammate, especially because you being a captain and a leader and having the pulse of the locker room and essentially driving it often as well, your teammate Kayvon Thibodeau said on a podcast after the season that he felt Saquon Barkley should have been paid last year before Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. And he said, obviously, there's a lot that goes into that, you know, and maybe he does end up getting compensated fully on the back end. But he essentially intimated that when a team knows how important a player is like that, when he doesn't get rewarded, it doesn't sit well. And I just wanted to know from your perspective, is that something that an opinion either you shared or you felt like the locker room shared about how those situations went last year? And then secondly, you know, can you apply that to yourself and to important players like yourself and Saquon this year as well, that the locker room understands who is, who is driving things on both sides of the ball. And that in order to have success, the team needs to put its full support behind them.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, regardless of, um, who's getting paid and who's getting paid, what, uh, I think as players, we still got to go out there and we still got a job to do. Um, but with that being said, um, Saquon is a phenomenal running back. Uh, he's a great dude. Um, he's a dude that deserves to be paid. Um, I've been saying this for for a minute. Um, you know, that's somebody that uh, I truly believe is 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 a great running back, and um, I think he's going to go on to have a Hall of Fame career. Um, but he's done everything, um, you know, for 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 you know the team. Uh, play-wise, leadership-wise, um, you know, he's always there. He's a brother of mine. Uh, he's a brother for a lot of us, um, not just a teammate. So, um, you know, for me, you know, I'm always for, you know, everybody getting paid um, because at the end of the day, um, you know, we all trying to, you know, make that money to to be able to change um, the way we live, to be able to change, you know, how our family you know, lives and, and so on and so forth. So, um, regardless of, you know, who gets paid, we still got a job to do. Um, we, we all, we all have one common goal and that's to go out there and win, um, that's to go out there and win championships. And, um, you know, that's what, you know, ultimately that we're looking to do. Um, but as far as Saquon's situation goes, man, I like, like anything that, you know, I, and I've, you know, I've talked to him on several occasions and, um and i've let him know like you know whatever you know he needs me to do um or uh, if if there is anything that i can do to, to to be able to you know you know help him and 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 get him in a situation to where he can get that money to, whatever i can do i don't really know how much of it i can really do but um you know i'm always there for him uh because he's always been there for me so um he deserves every penny um and he's worth a lot because he is truly a guy that can can turn around a whole you know organization a whole team uh from his play and his leadership so uh, i got major respect for that guy and um he's a guy that that uh you know we're pretty close so um that's what i that's what i'll say about that situation
0: well i think you did a lot to help him right there close out on a high note here one thing that i think of when i think of you among you know there's your play there's your durability there's all those things. But I think of you as the guy breaking down the team before every game, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of important players on every team. There's a lot of important players and big names on the giants, but you're the guy who gets everybody together on the field before you guys go into the locker room and reset for that opening kickoff. Um, how did how did you assert yourself into that role? And what about that role um, is, is unique or well, why can't, why can't and en- just anybody do that? And why do people respond to you man. in that situation?
1: Uh, man, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I've been doing it for so long. Like I did it in high school. I did it in college. Um, you know, so for me, it's just something that I've always loved doing. I've always loved being, um, you know, that guy to kind of get the guys going and, 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 you know, making sure that everybody, you know, is ready to go and, and making sure that they got the right mindset, uh, before the games even, even started. But I think, uh, you know, I don't know some people, um, you know, it's not meant for everybody. Some people can't, like can't really, uh, some people don't, don't get ready like that. Some people can't you know, do a whole bunch of, you know, the, the rah-rah speeches or whatever you like to call it. Like some people can't, are just not meant for that. So, hmm. um, for me, um, I don't know, it's just something that I like to do. Um, it's something that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that, um, you know, it, 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 it was just, it was just something that I earned and, and, and something that, you know, I've always, always pretty much done and, um, just being, uh, to be honest, it's an honor to be able to do it because it shows that, you know, you know, my teammates respect me and my, my coaches respect me and um, they know that um, from a, a vocal standpoint that, you know, I'm the I'm the best guy to to, to be able to do that. So uh, mm-hmm. it's always been fun to, to be able to do it and, and get the guys ready. And uh, I can I, hopefully I can continue to keep doing that for sure.
0: Yeah, we have you labeled here as uh, Xavier McKinney, giant safety still, and I think fans yeah. are excited about the possibility that that could continue. Remember, everybody, we are sponsored by Bet Online, also by Estate Ninety Eight Coffee. It's an esencia Day Cafe from El Salvador, dates back to seventeen ninety eight. Takes three minutes to ice to make an iced coffee. Easy for me to say. Order it on their TikTok shop at Drink Estate. 98. This has been the pay that man his money uh, episode. Shout, shout out
1: shout out to Saquon, man. He 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 started that little trend, so I gotta shout him out for that. For sure, shout, out <laughs> shout out to Saquon. Shout out
0: to you, X. Thanks so much for spending the time, man. We really appreciate it. Yes,
1: sir. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for listening to Believe.